Welcome to the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. On today's episode, we are just going to go over week nine picks coming off a five and one week eight. Um, we are 30 and 19 on the season, um, doing well, and we're coming at you with six more picks today. This will be a little bit of a shorter episode. We went super long on Tuesday, just a deep dive on everything. If you haven't listened to that one, definitely go check that out. We covered basically every team that can possibly make the playoffs still in the NFL at the halfway point. So thought that was a really good one. Um, so definitely go check that out. Um, and today we're just going to dive into the picks. We have six more. Um, so let's just, let's just get it started with the London game. The Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing in London. This line is varying from Texans by one and a half to Texans by two. We got it at Texans by two. Um, and that's the first pick. Um, it's in London. There's no home field advantage here. The Texans are five and three Jags four and four. You look at these teams and I just think, I just think these teams, honestly, outside of the quarterback position. And I like Minshew. I think Minshew has shown that he can be a good quarterback in this league, but he's no Deshaun. Um, you look at these defenses, Houston 20th and DVOA, Jacksonville 14th, really just this Jaguars defense isn't that same special defense that we saw when they made um, the AFC Championship game a few years back. And then you switch to the other side of the ball. You have Houston 12th in offensive DVOA and Jacksonville 11th. So these teams are dead even. Um, there's no home field advantage, obviously, with the game being in London. And... Um, I think that I just trust Deshaun more. I think these teams are honestly really close, but give me the better quarterback in that game and I'll feel good about it. Um, especially when you're getting it at less than a field goal. Like I said, you probably can find it places at one and a half. Um, it's just, I just want to take the better quarterback in this type of matchup. London games, you know, they're, they're always weird, but um, I just getting a better quarterback Hopkins and Fuller and Fuller and Deshaun. I just, I just trust them more. Uh, I just think so highly Deshaun. I feel like I pick the Texans and Eagles like every week. Um, and I'm going with them again. We lost, we lost, that was our one loss last week was the Texans minus six and a half against Oakland. Oakland is honestly better than I really th thought. I think they're, they're a decent team. Um, Deshaun, just more incredible plays there. I mean, he just makes a multiple breathtaking plays every week, and I'm just gonna roll with him, man. I, I really, um, you know, it's it's one of those betting things where it's like if you bet against Deshaun, it's like, man, I'm so stupid. Like it's so stupid. Why would I go against that level of player? Um, but then when you go with them, even when you lose, it's like, well, I, I took the best player in the game. I took the best player in the game, um, like in that game, not in the game, but like in the game. Um, and I think Deshaun's a top four quarterback, and I'm just going to take him here in what seems like basically a toss-up game. Give me the quarterback um, that has the pedigree that Deshaun has um, in a huge game for both teams. Um, so that's the first pick, Texans minus two. Second pick is the, well, I couldn't even get through it without laughing, the Washington Redskins against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are nine and a half point favorites, and I'm taking the skins here. 
Um, you look at Buffalo on offense, and they are downright terrible. They are 24th on offense. Now, obviously, Washington 30th on offense. Both these offenses are terrible. I think this can be a low-scoring slugfest of a game. We've really started to see the Bills struggle. They they barely beat Miami, and they won that game by 10. But it was a, it was really they got that late touchdown on the onside kick. That's what kind of um, that's what kind of made that game look a little better for them than it actually was. The Dolphins were legitimately in that game two weeks ago. They go play the Eagles this last week, and they they get killed. Like they lost by they lost they lost bad to the Eagles, the reeling Eagles, um, who just got blown out. They lose by eighteen, thirty one thirteen, and now. I think they're going to win this game, obviously, but this offense is legitimately terrible. Josh Allen uh, is not good, in my opinion, and I, I like getting the points in a game that's going to be this many points. Like, if you want to buy it all the way up, buy a half point and get it to 10 and deal with the VIG, that's, that's, you could do that, but we're taking it at nine and a half with the skins because in a slugfest game, getting over a touchdown and almost a touchdown and a field goal, I think is, is the smart play here. So that's the second pick. The third pick is the Philadelphia Eagles minus five against the Chicago bears. Um, again, Eagles and Texans, it feels like this, we take them every week, but um, Hey, you, you look at the Eagles and they're, and I, I was shocked to see how high their, their defense was in DVOA wise. They're up to 10 now. Um, and the problem with the Eagles is obviously their secondary. We know that their secondary is really flawed. They've had, they've been cooked by basically every good quarterback they've played this year. There's, that secondary is not good, but look, the front is still loaded. And just like last week, they go play it. They go play a quarterback that can't make throws like literally just misses easy throws, can't make difficult throws in Josh Allen. And the defense is fine. All of a sudden, they're fine. And they they still have so much talent on that side of the ball. Tenth and DVOA still. And so, you so again, and then you look at this matchup and you have the Bears. The Bears, we, we've talked about Trubisky at nauseum. Not a believer. He's having... He's having a downright terrible season. Um, so again, the Eagles are going to get a team that is not a throwing team that cannot exploit their weaknesses. This is just a great matchup for them. The Bears haven't been able to run the ball all season long against anyone. I'd be shocked if they'd be able to run the ball against this Eagles front. You have this this regressing bears offense as a whole that really wasn't that good last year that was the dirty secret that no one really wanted to talk about is that this offense wasn't very good last year and every part of it is regressing this year with the quarterback and the line play now to be fair they've been banged up um but they're 28th in offensive dvoa like 28th the only teams they're ahead of are the four that you think of the jets the dolphins the skins and the Bengals. So basically, in actual NFL team world, um, they have the worst offense in pro football. And then you flip to the other side of the ball. This defense is still stacked with Chicago. This could be another low-scoring game. But 
and the defense is seventh in DVOA. So this could be another lower scoring game, but I don't see how I can see how the bears. I mean, I can see how the Eagles score. I, Trubisky turnover on the road, can't run the ball field position game, and you're getting it under a touchdown. Um, and I just, I just don't Trubisky and this bears team, even as great as Allen Robinson is never forget that Allen Robinson picked the bears over the Packers. Now the Packers, they wanted him bad, and he picked he picked the Bears. And that's the funny thing about Chicago is, so they're 28th in the offensive DVOA, like I just said this year. Matt Nagy, this offensive genius, this self-proclaimed offensive genius, wins coach of the year because he's supposed to be a good offensive coach, when in reality they were 20th in offensive DVOA last year. The offense really wasn't good at all last year. They had an, just a really historically great defense last year that everyone knew was going to regress. That's just how defense works on a year-to-year basis. We know that. So they regress, and then the offense actually gets worse in year two of his system. They can't run the ball. I don't see how they score on the Eagles because Trubisky just – he can't make the throws. They, he can't exploit the weak weakness of this Eagles defense, which is the secondary – you're getting the Eagles under a touchdown in Philly. I think the Eagles roll. Uh, this is one of my favorites. I just think the Eagles roll here. Um, and, yeah, so that's the third pick. I mean, the Bears and the Bears also coming off just a devastating loss to the Chargers with the quarterback and head coach under complete and total scrutiny. Like, it's really never been, um, like, more loud about – um this this i mean maybe for trubisky it has it's been like this all year but for for naggy like a lot of bears fans that i just saw on twitter they want him gone um i never was a believer in him it's going to be interesting to see what they do um in the off season and this is their season i think their season's basically over already when you factor in the division they're in the conference they're in um like it's just they're they're they've dug themselves too big of a hole but this is literally it. If they go to Philly and they lose, they're three and five and it's curtains. Like it's over. So I love the Eagles minus five. I think I think they roll. Um, fourth pick of the week is the Cleveland Browns minus three at the Denver Broncos. Um, anyone that's listened to the picks pod before, you guys know that I really don't like to pick against the Broncos in Denver. That's such a hard place to play. Um, we know about the altitude, just their record in Denver over the years is really spectacular. Um, but Joe Flacco, he's star, he's hurt. He's not playing. Uh, Brandon Allen is starting for the Denver Broncos and man, I just, let's, so let's go over Brandon Allen's career. He's never attempted a pass. Um, he has, yeah, I mean, there's literally no career stats. He's making his first career start, first time he's ever been in an NFL game. Uh, as I talked about on Tuesday, look, as much as it's fun to make Freddie Kitchens, and he's terrible. Man, that might be my biggest miss. I thought he could do a good job um, when you factored in how well they ended the season last year with him as the play caller and him as the head coach. But he has been downright atrocious. And just looks way over his head for the job. But look, the Browns are still in this. The, the AFC is as weak as it is. If you don't believe in the Bills, which I don't, it's it's hard. I mean, if you, and you want to give the, uh, the whoever 
doesn't win the AFC South. So like either the Texans or the So if you want to pencil in in the AFC, let's do it this way. Patriots, Chiefs, Ravens, the AFC South winner, and then the other one, non-Texans, Colts, as the wild card. It's 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 hard for the for the Browns because they basically can lose like one more game um, because of just the wins the Bills have stockpiled. But they're still in this. If they're going to make it run at this, they have to start doing it right now. They cannot afford this loss. We went over the Browns schedule on Tuesday. It's 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 super soft. It really is. There there it was their seven weeks that it was just brutal, and now it's it's soft. Um, so we'll see how they. If they can kind of, I mean, they're still in this. Like that's the thing. You you can't cross them off yet because of this 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 conference and just how weak it is this year. Um, so if they're gonna make any type of even noise and even the idea of them making a run here, they have to start this week. They have to go beat Brandon Allen in Denver. They won in Denver last year. Denver just has had so many, so many heartbreaking losses. At some point, that's going to catch up with you, and you're just going to get drilled. I, I mean, I don't know. Like you, lo- you look at Denver's schedule; they lose by eight to Oakland, two to the Bears, eleven to Green Bay, two to the two to the Jags, and then they finally get smoked by the Chiefs, and they lose by twenty four. But then they bounce back and they they fight in that Colts game, and it just doesn't happen for them. Um, I think this is probably a field goal game either way. And if the Browns are going to get going, it has to be now, obviously. They have no more time to spare. They have to basically go 8-1 and one to make this. And if they're going to make a run, it has to start by beating Brad, Brandon Allen on the road, who's never been in an NFL game. you got to go win that game. There's no excuses for a team still with Cleveland's talent. I understand how bad the head coach is and just the year from hell that they're having. But um they just gotta go take care of business here so that's the fourth pick browns minus three in denver i don't (laughs) this week's hard i i don't feel i do not feel good about that one um just because i hate picking against them in denver but um i also am not going to pick brandon allen and i just think they can get to him because the the broncos line has not been very good um and the the one thing about the Browns is their defense actually hasn't been like too bad, right? Like it's it's been good. Miles Garrett is a stud. Um, and so I just really think they could take advantage here. And it's obviously a must win for them. Um, and they got it. I mean, their defense is 26. Yikes. No, that's not right. That can't be right. DVOA wise, the Browns defense is, let's see um 21st so it's not very good but they do they can rush the passer i guess is what i'm saying um so yeah that's 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 the fourth pick the next pick is the pittsburgh steelers i got it at a pick them it's up to colts by one and a half so some negative some negative movement on this on our part here but i have the yeah i have the i have the steelers as a pick them the steelers are another must win and another team like Cleveland where it's like, you might not believe it, but they're in this guys. They, they, they are in this. Um, I think that obviously a must win for them. The Colts, the Colts, I talked about them on Tuesday. 
Um, but like you look at the Colts and they can beat anybody like they can go on the road and arrowhead and win. They can beat the Texans, but then they can also lose to anybody. The, all these Colts games are close. They almost, they really had no business winning that Denver game. Um, last week, it just, that was a complete, you know, just one of those games that they pulled out. It was, you know, props to them for getting the win, but like that they had no business winning that game. Um, the Steelers at home are still the Steelers at home. I mean, you see it on, I know it's the Dolphins, but you see it on Monday night where they really struggle to, um, to um, start the game. They're down, um, they're down 14, zero, I think. And it, it was just like, wow, they're really gonna um, lose this game. But then they just get rolling at home sometimes and they reel off 27 unanswered. They win that game. And I just I want to go with them at Heinz Field. I mean, you 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 the Steelers and I'm not really that big into trends. I just think like each game is different. But the Steelers are four and one against the spread in their last five game in their last um, five home games. Um, the Colts are four two and one against the spread this year. But I just I I'm gonna take the Steelers at home uh, this week. I had a lot of trouble coming up with six this is a weird week this feels like a week where we'll come out of this week with a lot clearer pitcher maybe i mean it feels like we say that every week but um and then there's you got four teams on a bye here so it's just one of those weeks that's uh really um kind of tough to handicap but hey this is the one i'm going with uh i think that i think that it's good i think it's a good pick because you look and I have some more um some more trends for you. Again, not big on trends, but I just did a lot of research this week trying to get these games because I did have a hard time and I, I came across some stuff that I thought are are uh, worth mentioning. The Pittsburgh Steelers outright won their last their four most recent games against the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, much, much different teams covering the spread in three of them. It's a pick them here. So if they went outright in Hines, you're gonna cover this. Um and the Steelers have also won all these games by double digits. They, these games really haven't been close. Um, the Colts have only beat the Steelers two two times dating in their last 17 tries dating back to 1985. Yeah, man, that's some good trends. They're, the Steelers are 15-2 and two in their last 17 games against the Colts, just all in their last 17 all-time. So there's some trends for you that are in the favor of the Steelers must win for them, obviously as well. So sixth and final pick of the week, and then we'll get out of here again. Said it was going to be um, a bit of a shorter podcast because of how long we went on, um, on uh, Tuesday. Um, the, the, the second pick is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus six against the Seattle Seahawks. Look, I know that the, the Bucks, they're two and five. Seattle is six and two. But here's the thing with Seattle, man. They do they just really don't blow things out. Again, this is kind of like the Trubisky stuff. I've been added at nauseum. But you look at Seattle and you see a one point win over Cincy, a two point win over Pittsburgh, a one point win over the Rams, a four point win over the Browns, and a seven point win over the Falcons. I know that they were up like they were up like 24 to zero at halftime in that game or whatever it was, but still they 
are just destined to play in close games. I think even if Seattle gets up in this game, you you have the great potential of the Jameis backdoor cover here. And honestly, that's what I'm counting on is the backdoor here because you've just seen them. You've seen teams do it to Seattle so many times because they don't blow teams out. And also, Seattle's secondary is not good. It's not good. Their front is good. Their secondary is bad. Bottom line, we have enough evidence to say that right now, at least in the 2019 NFL season. And you know who you don't want to play as dysfunctional as they are and as and as many bad throws as Jameis makes? A team you don't want to play if you have secondary problems is the Bucks because now you have Mike Evans, who's an absolute monster, and Chris Godwin, who's an absolute monster, coming to town. Mike Evans coming off an absolute, just a ridiculous game, like just totally torched this Titans secondary. He goes, he goes for eleven catches, two touchdowns, one hundred ninety-eight yards. You know, I'm I'm sure they'll be heavily owned, but Godwin and and Evans big plays here in fantasy. Um, maybe maybe Bray as a tight end too. Um, those are definitely I I just kind of stack Tampa's offense because. I think Seattle's definitely going to win this game, but I think they're going to have to put up points because even when Jameis throws five picks like he did against the Panthers, they still the Bucks just put up points. Like they just are they find ways to score points. You look at the Bucks this year. Their lowest point total of the year is 17 and that was against the Niners who we talked about on Tuesday have really a historically great defense. Um, they throw Jameis has, has the terrible game in London. They still score 26. They go to new Orleans. They st- against the saints defense. Who's really been good. And they score 24. They go to Tennessee and they score 23. Like they on their road, they've always scored points. Um, their loss to the giants. They score 31. I just really think the Seattle defense is flawed, especially in the back end. And I just, I just like this. They're 22nd in defensive DVOA, Seattle. 22nd, guys. It's not that same defense that you're accustomed to here. Um, 23rd against the pass. 23rd against the pass is Seattle. And you have Tampa coming to town with those weapons. I like this one. I like this. I like plus six. Um, again, you always have the option to buy it to seven, buy the full point, deal with the VIG, all that. But we go straight off the spread, and those are the six for this week. So to recap, we have the Houston Texans minus two um, in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have the Washington Redskins plus nine and a half um, in Buffalo. Then we have the Philadelphia Eagles minus five versus the Chicago Bears. We have the Cleveland Browns minus three at the Denver Broncos. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at a pick'em against the Indianapolis Colts, hosting the Colts. Tampa Bay plus six on the road in Seattle. Lock it in. Um, those are the six for the week. We are 30 and 19 on the season. So 11 games over 500, five and one last week. Um, really doing well on these picks, I feel like. If you're over 500 on against the spread picks, you got to feel good. And we are 11 games over 500. Five and one in week eight and four and two in week seven. So we are nine and three in our last in um in our last uh two weeks. So we're we're hot right now, feeling good about these six, and we'll see how it goes. So um so yeah, that's 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 it for another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. Um 
I've been your host, Ty. Um, this show is brought to you by our sponsor at Anchor. If you're looking to start a podcast and you want to start a podcast, the best way to go is Anchor. Anchor is easy. You can walk, they walk you through all the steps on how to record a podcast, how to post a podcast, how to get your podcast out to all the platforms and on the apps. It's the best. And also, if you want to listen to a podcast, just search it up on Anchor. You'll pull it right on up. Um, so we definitely thank them for sponsoring the show. Also, if you could swing by iTunes and give us a rating and review, that really helps. Um, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you'd want to hear about. Uh, we're open to ideas. We're still up and going here, hoping we can keep on growing like we have over the since football started, really. So, um, yeah, that's going to do it. Peace, guys.